Welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm MacDonald film, Dirty Work, one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yambas, and uh, today we have a special, special guest. Yes, we do. Omni-traveler, uh, philosophical, uh, just an everyman, everything. Yeah, an omni-man. An omni-man, there you go. Anthony Negrelli is here. Come hey! Back. Hello, yes, Hello omni-man. Thank you, thank you for having me. Once again, uh, it's great to feel the warmth of the indoors. Uh, I, do, <laughs> I do like that. Uh, you, see, you, seem, you, you do seem to be stressing this need to be indoors. Uh, yeah, you know. It, seem, it, seems, um, it seems like you've been in places where the expanse is almost infinite. I'm not going to lie. No. It's like, you know, you might see a lot of other uh, religious folk on the TV talking about that. Uh, uh, you know, not a lot of... Uh, not a lot of infrastructure yet for devotees no. of dirty work, you know, yeah, so yeah. not a real, ch- this is, I, well, actually, I consider this my church. This is kind of the closest thing I have to uh, a place of worship. So yeah, that's uh, why you've been coming back every day. That's why yeah. it is literally why. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping this grows. Come on, podcast people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Could use some more branches of church. And if you need some followers, uh, I'm gonna say I, I I called Dibsy on that. I was first. I'm pretty sure in line. Yeah. Uh, so I think that means something here yeah, for us. Well, if you want to be a follower of Dirty Work uh, Church, yeah. I mean, then that's what. Yeah, you're you're the first member. Yeah. Yeah. So thank and you for joining the congregation, yeah. sir. Yeah. And just, the first step to being a member of the Dirty Work Church is to um, follow our podcast on Twitter <laughs> at Dirty Work Minute. I think it's funny how we're talking about the, you know, being the first and stuff like that. And like, you know, there's all these like mentions of prostitutes and like the, the, like the whole, like uh, one of the big philosophical tenets of of prostitution is, you know, first serve, first come, you know what I mean? So like that's, yeah, that's what this is in the sign. So that's kind of like me too. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm the first to serve. So I will be the first to come. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of the, the, the first commandments we have yeah, yeah, The Church yeah. of Dirty Work yep. So today we're talking about Minute 49 of Dirty Work Minute 49 starts with Sam and Mitch loading a termite tent into Mitch's car <laughs> And ends with Sam smashing a hole in a wall with a sledgehammer While ACDC's Dirty Deeds plays over it yeah, this, is a, this is a good minute You know, this is Norm See, like, if I just want if I, if I to separate the actors from the material mm. right now. This is like this is definitely like a Norman Artie <laughs> conversation that they're yeah. having right now. This is like uh, they're in their element. They're two awesome stand-up comedians that are just talking about a subject and deconstructing it at the same time. As a stand-up comedy fan, this is a, this is a good minute for me. I, I'm, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a whole lot. Like where they're talking about how uh, he cannot lie. Yeah, like like the way that he says no, right? Yeah, like yeah. He, almost says that's almost like a premise, right? It's like you know, like how the way you say things mean different things. Like right. I like when I say no, like that could mean several things. Yeah. Right? But if you go no, <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah, <laughs> yeah, we learned some things about Mitch from this interaction because Sam asks him, "Have you ever robbed a bank?" He says, "No." no. Oh, okay, so he's never up to bank. That's good to know. <laughs> and he asked him, uh, have you heard of climb Mount Everest? Mitch has not climbed Mount Everest. He just gives us a nice straight no. And then he asked them, Mitch, uh, 
Have you ever said you can understand why women find Sean Connery sexy? And that's when I get the no. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's great because when he says it like that, right? You immediately yeah. picture Sean Connery. Yeah. Right, and then you then you then you do ask yourself like, <laughs> what do you what do women find about this man that's really sexy? Yeah, it, it, but it's interesting though, right? Because like what was said right before that, she was he was asking like. Oh, so you're into this girl, yeah, right? And that's and he immediately says no, right? Right. And that's funny. Like it's it's interesting at this point in the movie, he's not ready to publicly admit <laughs> that he likes this girl. Yeah, to his best friend yeah. with no one else around. Why? Yeah. That that's confusing to me. Like, I, what's the reason for well, that? Why is he not ready to? Is is it something? And is that why they're destroying the building? It's like because he's not properly ready uh, to acknowledge his love it's like that's why he's like oh i gotta i gotta do this yeah it's like I, he's got some walls that need to get broken down just like sam yeah. is breaking down with a sledgehammer yeah i, th- <laughs> I think it was uh i think it was i think it was established earlier in the movie too that mitch doesn't have you know the best relationships yeah with women you know what i'm saying oh, right, like, right, right. Like, expresses feelings that's yeah, why he takes notes to self right like from him getting uh, from his girl from his ex girlfriend breaking up with him, mm-hmm. throwing his stuff out, out the window and stuff like that. Before, oh. and then before that, right? We have him. We have his face getting stuffed in his aunt's uh, breasts. <laughs> you're you're so. right. And basically, until this, you, you kind of realize until this guy is ready to like take some responsibility, publicly acknowledge these, yeah. you know, no. that kind of thing. Yeah, he's going to continue to have problems with the ladies, <laughs> as evident by the fact that immediately after going through this no kind of thing, like, boom, what are we having? Like, yeah, yeah they're at the building. They have to do it. Yeah. There, there is a kind of a stigma, though, just kind of like the, you, you know, that feeling that, you know, when you want to tell someone you have a crush on somebody. Mm-hmm. But you, you get this built-up anxiety for some reason, <laughs> even if when you're not in front of that person, yeah. you're in front of your friends, right? And I think, like, may, maybe it could be an implied sign that you don't want to be perceived as weak. Hmm. Oh, you know what yeah. it is? You know what it is, too? Think about it. Like, this, a lot of this movie is about how you're being perceived, mm-hmm. being judged by someone you really care about their opinion. Right. Right. It's just like and in this case, it's the Pops character. You know, they're both really concerned how they're viewed in the eyes of Pops. That's why the whole information deception Mm -hmm. happens, all that stuff like that. And it's like the problems that arise when you hide your feelings about someone. You know what I mean? Because you're afraid Mm -hmm. that your feelings will be rejected. Right. So it's like this guy, he's got the trouble because he can't make it public. He has to record his things down in this private thing right it's yeah. just like and you're right even in front of his friend he can't he can't reveal yeah. himself and and then you know because he can't like can't reveal himself you're right then boom into the tent concealed in the, <laughs> this red hell right yeah. oh there oh the evil it's just like it's how how convenient you know what i mean they're about to do these i, I think know, it, i think it's a legitimate criticism though that like you know at this point you why why you wouldn't think mitch would be open with you know his best friend who seems to be up at this point, one of the most uh, clairvoyant characters that they have in the film when it comes yeah. to Sam just uh, understanding, you know, Sam's not, Sam's not an idiot. Right. <laughs> Sam's definitely like, Sam's definitely, you know, a good friend. He's the prototypical best friend Sam yeah. character. So, I mean, <laughs> if I was Mitch, the only person I would be opening up to would be this dude. It seemed like this is the only guy that would be on my side. Yeah. Right. Like, just like in the in the Lord of the Rings, like, your friend helps you carry that burden. They yeah. help you carry that truth, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, and they're there to make sure that 
they, they, help, they help you in all your deaths. You're, you're totally they, right. Yeah. They should remake Lord of the Rings. And, <laughs> <laughs> Recast and, it. And Norm, Norm, yeah, Norm would be Frodo and Artie, and Artie could be Sam. Yeah. I would 100% watch and like Instead of them going and destroying the ring, they just went around Middle <laughs> Earth and just did acts of revenge. <laughs> Like, that's what the ring of power enables them to do. <laughs> yeah. When they go invisible, they, they, they take revenge. They like uh, they throw a bunch of popcorn into, into Mount Mordor <laughs> and then it just explodes with popcorn. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. We need to make that. What would you call that? Well, it would be the Lord of Dirty, Dirty Work. <laughs> Dirty Work of the Rings. <laughs> See, like now I can't erase the image <laughs> of Norm and Artie as Frodo and Sam because I feel like that works really, yeah. really, really well, doesn't it? Yeah, and Pops could be uh, what's his Gandalf. name? Gandalf. <laughs> 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 yeah, you just have the rest of the Happy Madison guys pulling the rest of the uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the rest of the, of the fellowship. fellowship. <laughs> Great. <laughs> David Spade could be Legolas. <laughs> Who would be, uh, who'd be um, uh, what's his name, Aragorn? Uh, would that be Adam Sandler? Would he be good key billing? Yeah, yeah I think so. Because that's weird, right? Like, who's, who, who's the main character of Lord of the Rings, do you think? You, you think it's an ensemble thing, or do you think that folks, right? Because, like, if you want to if you want to really break down film film cinema, like cinema, right, there's always, people will always argue that there's only one main character in every film. Right. Yeah. But, like, Lord of the Rings is kind of tricky. Yeah. Like, who is that focused on? Yeah, it doesn't really have I mean, a like, focus. That's why it's kind of a shitty story. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, empirically, right? It's, it's Frodo, right? Because he's kind of the dude that yeah. it's up to... Like, the story doesn't conclude without his final action, right? Like, he, he has to destroy that ring. Right. Or else this thing just keeps going on forever and ever and ever and ever. So I guess he might be the main character. But, like, there's yeah. so much time spent with, like, Aragorn. and I feel like Aragorn is the main character. No? <clears throat> nah, it's Frodo. It's Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, cause I guess I guess it's more focused when you get to like the Hobbit stuff, right? Because it's definitely Bilbo. But then again, like is Bilbo the main character of the Hobbit, or is that dwarf? King I didn't. Guy? I didn't watch any of those. Oh, okay. no, Bilbo is definitely the main character. Of the Hobbit. Yeah, 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 that is for sure. Because the Lord of the Rings is he the Lord. Hobbit? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he is the. Hobbit. Yeah. So who was the Lord of the Rings? Oh, Sauron. Yeah, then he's yeah. the he's, he's, he's the main character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. It's right there in the title. It's right there. in the title. How many lines? How many lines does Sauron have in Lord of the Rings? Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I I really like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, I like Peter Jackson. Oh. So. But yeah, it seems like it. See, like looking back on it, Dirty mm. Work seems to be a more focused piece of work than, uh, than yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think so. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it, it once and once again, it's because it, I, I think you look at how long this movie is, and we joke about it, right? right. That, like in the like in the time before you even see a Power Ranger, this whole this movie has <laughs> taken us on you know on a on a on a tale, on, yeah. you know, it has told us a story about like characters and you know how they chose to f- you know face face their. You yeah, know. I like how we're just using this podcast to indirectly bash other movies. That <laughs> dirty work. Yeah, any movie that isn't dirty work is not as good. Dirty work. Yeah, exactly. Right. If they were, then we'd be making podcasts about those movies. Yeah. Right? I mean, it is. You know, it's just once again, it's it's just funny. I don't know if maybe like writing does this, but like you know, they choose to go in as a cover as a termite company, right? Right. And they're putting things in the walls, which is where termites live. Yeah. So they're literally doing the opposite 
about you. Because yeah. you know, you know, there's so many these things you could have made. Oh, we're the fire thing, or oh, we're we're renovating, or you know, yeah. it's like. But it's interesting all the choices they make, right? It's just like they really do fit well. It's like that was the best mm. choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like they needed a guy's, you know what I'm saying? They needed something to... It gives them cover. Yeah. It, yeah. it has the wall thing. It did the opposite. And, like, yeah, the, and the damage, the damage that gets on the building will make sense. Yes. So, I mean, you can't like, uh, you can't be like, hey, we're here to repaint the walls and then put a bunch of holes in the wall yeah. and then leave and then make people go, right. those painters were... Uh, <laughs> Like, we should bring them back here, yeah. you know? So. so it kind of gives them some plausible deniability. Because once they put the tent up, that's up, like, overnight, then yeah. anybody could have came in there and done it. Mm. Yeah. And sex. Sex. This movie's very smart. Yeah. I think uh, me, me and David noticed this one random thing in this scene, though. There is a man in the background Yeah, that seems to just be looking around, almost kind of lost, just standing in one place. Just in the middle of the street. Yeah. Like there's so, a few there's a few people that are just jaywalking yeah. back and forth and then just one guy just kind of wandering wandering around in the street while they're <laughs> talking right. about sean connery yeah <laughs> you know like people think that extra work is easy you know mm-hmm. but the people don't realize the fact <laughs> that you know these extras have to stand on set all day yeah they're not given much direction they don't really know what's going on yeah they're kind of the real actors yeah, yeah. they're kind of just like hey react to what's happening right and people yeah. have to be like i don't know what's happening yeah, you so. didn't give me a script Dude, <laughs> I th- like i remember one time i was doing extra work and i was miserable because they're like they're like have a pretend conversation yeah. i'm like what this is the most <laughs> boring thing in the world to be looking at this person and be like <laughs> we're doing this we're really doing this we're really looking at each other and pretending like we're talking it's like, oh my god, it was, I hated it. You know, like, maybe not to get yourself noticed, right? Because you don't want a negative attention brought to you, right? But, like, <laughs> I feel like extra work is the perfect opportunity to, like, if you can get other people with you, just to do funny shit in the background. <laughs> that, or, or really subtle stuff, right? Like, yeah. you bring a lady friend, and all you do is make out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I maybe, wish. Maybe you just push a little bit further, and you just make love. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, excuse me, director, like, the, like, these people over here just fucking each other. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that what you want us all to do? Or... Uh... <laughs> I'm not really getting my motivation for this scene. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> I do so many takes, so you have to... Uh, yeah, you gotta come up with something different nah. all the time. It's kind of unrelated, but I had a buddy that, you know, he was an extra, but they needed someone to hand somebody else something. Yeah. And so uh, they needed someone with a large hand, and he has very large hands. So he went from making... He went from making like eighty bucks that day, mm. and he made seven hundred dollars. Yeah, for just being a glorified hand model. <laughs> wow, I, I don't know how that stuff works because I know you probably have to negotiate stuff, right? But like, you know, if you're just gonna show someone's hand, you can make seven hundred dollars. My opinion, yeah, my opinion is like they probably don't reinvent the wheel. It's probably been done before. Yeah, yeah. They got to you know, It's like, wait, what do we do if we got to take someone from extra the guy where we show their hands? Huh? What do we? Oh, that's the okay. Yeah, give me that form. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all. Yeah, and then you realize why like movies are you know 120 million dollars to make. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like you yeah. have to show that guy's hands. Huh? <laughs> Fucking cost us. 
It's like, it's like lay off me. You gave Tom Cruise $30 million. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we spent 16 grand in hand cost, dude. In hand cost. I, you know what? Like, now that we're talking about this, yeah. I think we, like, I think there's, there has to be some kind of federal regulation on the cost of movies. You know what I'm saying? Because I know, like, whatever, whatever the studio's money, right? Yeah. But, like, you don't think there's something fishy going on? Why there's like so much of this money? Oh, it's unions running it's around. The unions. And like, there's I can like, see that being a big part. And yeah. there's like no, like the government's always like, let's get the rich, let's get the rich. You're like, why don't we just get these movies that are costing three hundred million dollars to make? You know what I'm saying? Everyone's got to eat, just just like the termites, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like that's the thing. They're just they're just like the termites that they're supposed to be sent in there to kill, right? It's just like. Termites are, you know, they're destroying your walls, but they're doing it because they have to, yeah, right? Know. Just like Mitch and uh, Sam. You know, it's funny how the Earth works. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is the, the one thing that uh, the, one, the one thing that we use to build our shelters, and then the animal sees as a food source. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a great way that the like, you know, you talk about recycling yeah. and everything returning back to the Earth. Yep. Yeah. Definitely, those things are doing the Earth's work. We're just one gigantic computer. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're just trying just to fight the Earth. Yeah, we're just trying to we're just trying to break out of our own coding. <laughs> it feels like I don't know. Is that yeah. too deep? No, we'll, we'll cover that. <laughs> we, 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 we bring <laughs> order. We bring order yeah. to chaos. Yeah, we, we yeah. We just we just took the organized chaos and made it into organized organization. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys have anything else for minute forty nine? I love the fact that uh, Mitch basically had that one scene to. To think about whether or not he should destroy this building. Yeah. And after one conversation with Sam, he was just like, "Well, got to do it anyways." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that that is a that is a that is a focused, hardworking person. Yeah. Right there. that person is just like, I, I committed to something, I'm doing it. So yeah, and we're gonna find out how that turns out. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like you know, like if anyone wants to get mad at this decision, right? Where these guys are destroying this building. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're doing it to save a man's life. Yeah, their father's life. Yeah, they're saving. You know, like these the people in this building. It's not like it's not like they can find another place to live. Yeah, right. So I mean, plus all horse. Yeah, <laughs> and drug dealers. And, yeah, and drug yeah. dealers and criminals. So I'm I'm on Chavez Cole's side. That's why I just kind of want to reemphasize the people. Yeah. And I'm sure that will serve you well. Because I, I love the arts, and I think you know, <laughs> an, the opera is a dying form. I yeah. think, and we need to preserve it. Right, and if that means throwing a bunch of old people out of a building, you know, then good riddance. That ended, yeah. <laughs> that ended very dark. People are gonna think I'm some kind of evil monster. No, because you love opera. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I love opera. Of the arts. I love opera and saving old men's lives. Yeah, yeah. You 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 said it. I said it. <laughs> you said it. And you know, the podcasts are legally binding speech. <laughs> I'm just hoping that a rich person hears me say this yeah. stuff, and then they're like, "That's a man. That, that's a ma- that's a man with a vision." One of yeah, us. I'm gonna give him two million dollars for no good reason because I like him. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna ask you to kill some old ladies or something. Oh, believe me, I'm the man to do it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, but so. It'd be so easy though, right? I mean, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just gonna stop digging my hole here. But like, they're so weak, right? Like, yeah. Why would you take advantage yeah. of their weakened state? <laughs> you, you said it. I, I said it. <laughs> I, I said. It. <laughs> why? Like, why? Why should old women be excluded from the massacre game? Right? Like. Yeah. You watch a bunch of you watch a, you watch a bunch of Italian crime movies, right? Where all these old men are getting 
you know, shanked and shot by other old men, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, just spread it out. Just spread it out. It'll balance itself out. Y- yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how yin and yang works. <laughs> I'm just doing the Lord's work. I, I, I feel like we should be promoting John's uh, new po- podcast. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the T-shirt we're gonna be making. This, uh, yeah, this is what this is what this is what start my my presidential bid for 2024. You know. All right, so Anthony, thank you for joining us this week. Yeah. Yeah. Had a first, fantastic time. You're our first two-time guest. Oh shit! Yeah. Making history. Yeah, just make sure you hide away from that Bill Cosby character. That yeah, guy. no, not good. Yeah, it's nothing but trouble. Thanks to the uh, salty sea air, I've uh, been able to scrub off the vast majority <laughs> of the stickiness. Although the warmth has stayed, he still, uh, he, so. still he still has uh, Jeremy. He still has Jeremy, right? He still has got Jeremy, and yeah, he still has Jeremy somewhere beyond beyond our scope. Yeah. So good luck to you, Jeremy. Yeah, the savior. He'll yeah. save every one of us. <laughs> Hopefully someday you'll return to us. Yeah, hopefully. But um, Anthony, if people want to uh, find out more about you, what what should they do? All right, best thing to do. All right, if you're in Honolulu, all right, <laughs> uh, go. Um, I'm at Anna O'Brien's on Wednesday nights. I hang out there, and then on Fridays I usually hang out at O'Toole's. And if I'm not there, I'm in Makiki. <laughs> On the corner of... Uh, oh, Kamoku Wilder. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just standing on the corner. Just right there. Uh, oh, David, I got yeah. huge news. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because uh, my Twitter handle... Oh, yeah. It's, it's changed. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. I am, I am John Yavez. No spaces, no really? underscores. J-O-H-N... Y-A-B-E-S. Nice. You got it. I got it. It's mine. <laughs> How'd you do that? I, I killed that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I finally I murdered him like an old lady. Oh, that's so <laughs> worth I think, it. I think I had something to do with this. Yeah. Because I did tag him in one tweet when I was talking to you. Oh, yeah? And then two days later, he gave it up. Nice. Fuck yes. Yeah. yeah. That's Boom. awesome. Thank you, John Yabez. Yeah. It's mine now. <laughs> yeah. I am John Yabez. <laughs> right. But I'm thanking John Yap for yeah, the fact yeah. that you're John Yabez. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we we got yeah. We do have to thank John Yabez. Yeah, yeah. Well, he can't hear you anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like the one. Yeah. 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 I am the one. Oh, right, right, right. But, you know, his sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Anthony exists beyond space and time. <laughs> but, uh, David, where, where, where can we find you? Oh, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at DKJ Comedy. And if you want to follow the show's Twitter, it's at Dirty Work Minutes, and you can send us an email if you don't want to tweet at us. You can just send us a regular old email at dirtyworkminutes at gmail.com. We're, we're going to get some emails from like old women advocacy groups. Probably. <laughs> and uh, Power Rangers fan clubs. Yeah. <laughs> who, else have we, who else have we called out? Um, uh, Lord of the Rings Lord fans. Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs> A yeah. long week. Got them uh, yeah. People that chance in space and time. Yeah. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby fans. <laughs> Bill Cosby haters. I don't if know. If you're a fan of Bill Cosby, <laughs> send us a, uh, uh, some sort of message and we'll we'll talk about it. But okay, everybody. Um, thank you uh, for listening. Thank you for rating and reviewing and sharing the show. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you guys uh, next week for minute 50 of Dirty Work. Wow, wow, wow. Feels good. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora.
You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible. <laughs>